Curtain Jerks here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Mark Warzeka. I'm Steve Sears. I'm breaking out. And we're all comedians living here in Los Angeles. We're also professional wrestling fans. And gentlemen, we got a very cool show today. Oh wow. Excited. Yeah. Very well, excited. as most of our listeners know, we've got uh we've got some wrestling news, as we always have. Most of our listeners know um we uh we don't do like a comprehensive rundown of the wrestling news here. There's plenty of places that do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we pick real news items, but obscure. and do an in depth critical analysis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not so much of a review, really but an in depth yeah, critical yeah. analysis. We really like to pull the skin back and really get in there. <laughs> yeah, we like to we like to get in there, undo the stitches, mm-hmm. mess around, then sew it back up with dental floss. Sure. Uh, actually, the opposite of that is what yeah. we do. We, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, right. I don't actually listen to the show. So. Yeah, <laughs> we pick weird little. Obs- I'm out of here. Weird little obscure, uh, real news items uh, that you may have missed. Little stuff that 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 came by uh, via the Pro Wrestling Torch or the Wrestling Observer, or even TMZ, that you may have missed. Little weird things that are CBS going on Nightline in wrestling. Nightline News. Sure. And we There's talk Huffington Post. And we talk about the Drudge Report. <laughs> uh, but uh, the first would also we should say that today we've got a very special interview with um, with some friends of ours, John Morrison, friends of the show now, friends yeah. of the show, Most John Morrison, friends. former WWE superstar, star of of the Eminem tag team, uh, you know, former multiple time tag team champions, ECW champion, Intercontinental champion. It's a big one. It's a big one. Yeah. And and Tommy Dreamer, former ECW icon, WWE star, TNA star, Tommy Dreamer. Oh, wonderful. And we talked to both of them at the exact same time. We hung out with them at Wrestle Reunion, uh, which was here in Los Angeles just not long ago. And um, well, I should make clear we do we do lots of um, kind of improvised sketches on this show. We do impressions of wrestlers. We attempt to play wrestlers ourselves. But every once in a while, we have real wrestlers on the show. Sure, sure. And these two are completely real today. John. No one's gonna believe you. <laughs> yeah. No one's. Gonna believe you. I think once they hear some of Tommy Dreamer's stories, they will believe us. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay, I believe. <laughs> we've had uh, we've had Heath Slater on the show from the WWE's uh, Nexus Group, of mm-hmm. course. Heath Slater, SmackDown star. We have Eric Watts from Tough Enough on the show. We've had most of the NWA Hollywood crew on the show, and today uh, Tommy Dreamer and John Morrison on the show. I'm excited. I'm excited too. But let's get to some weird news. The Undertaker returned uh, to professional wrestling and returned wearing. A wig. I think that's. Was oh, this been yeah, confirmed, yeah. guys? It was the most blatant thing I've yeah. ever seen. It doesn't before. need to be confirmed. Yeah. We, we, we You're an expert on wigs, right? Uh, you, Brett, you don't wear a wig. However, no, you are no. an expert on wigs. Yeah, my uh, girlfriend, who's a female comedian in this town, does impressions. So our uh, office area is covered in wigs of different colors and styles, so that she could take on the personas of Liza Minnelli or Gwyneth Paltrow. So stuff follicle like that. prototype units. Yeah. So yeah, I see a lot of wigs around the place, and that one wasn't even a high quality wig that yeah. he was wearing. I don't think you have to be any type of wig expert to know that Undertaker was wearing a wig. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was wispy and curly and, and just... It uh, was pretty luxurious. It was kind of shiny, wasn't it? And if it looked anybody, like a, a shampoo commercial. Just about a year ago, Undertaker had long, stringy, red, you know, thin hair. Hey, that's, that, that's, yeah. that's the force of the underworld, guys. Like the, the once, underworld. You, once, once you have that evil inside you, once you have the power of darkness, that hair is just going to change just with the rest of you, just with your eyes, your soul. <laughs> The way you speak. It so, looked like a shitty like Halloween wig you would get yeah, after yeah, yeah. Halloween in the leftover bargain bin for like $2 <laughs> at Walmart. It was a Lestat wig. <laughs> what is that? From Interview with a Vampire. Oh, very nice. I thought that was a brand. You're the movie guy. I would have thought that you No, I immediately that. thought Interview with a Vampire, but then I assumed that you were like, it's a very a prestigious wig company, Lestat. <laughs> All right. Well, the know, finest follicle hair prototype units. 
So I actually heard a rumor that The Undertaker bought that wig from one of these Hollywood wig shops. You know, here in Los Angeles, there are all these wig shops on Hollywood Boulevard. I heard the very same rumor. And they have, like, wigs, but they also have, like, stripper clothes and stripper outfits. water pipes. Spice. Knives. It's these weird stores in Hollywood. I heard that's where he... He went and got that. Story. I heard this rumor, too. So I walked up and down Hollywood to all the stores and asked for their security footage over the yeah. last couple of weeks. Oh. And then I painstakingly went through every one of those tapes. And I finally found the one of when he went in to buy that wig. Oh, great. Let's play it. So I said to him, I was like, yeah. I'm going to eat this cheeseburger. And when I'm done with it, he ain't going to have any. Oh, girl, you told him. You told him. him. Excuse me. Woo! Scary man. <laughs> you are tall. There's a scary man in here. Ooh, man. Hello. Hello. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. We just working here. I'd like a wig, please. All right. Okay, well, don't hurt us. Yeah, Jesus. Don't big hurt arms. us. No, Is this man robbing us? Is that, are you robbing us? <laughs> I'm not robbing you. Are you stealing if something? If anything, Woo! I'll rob you of your soul. Oh, that is cold. No, that man. is cold to say. Uh-uh. You know, I think my ex-boyfriend took my soul. I don't even have it back to, for you to steal it. Oh, honey, come here. You want to? See, I'm hugging you. I can feel I know something's in there. Like, oh. You got a light that's shooting out of your eyes. If it's an abusive relationship, you should get out of it. Girl, don't get me started. Oh, you know what? I like you. Uh, take off that big hat. What can we do for you? What well, we do that's for you? inherently the problem, oh, ladies. Take I'll off take the hat. hat off. Oh! Yeah. Oh, your hair's all messed up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like bald, but then you got some patches of hair. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. I'm I'm undead, so the hair doesn't stay there like you'd like it to. We can take care of this. We can take care yeah, of this yeah, right yeah. now. We can take I, care of this right ladies, now. I would love any recommendations you might have. This is what I'm thinking. I'm thinking a big beehive that's neon green, and it's like a big old whip of cotton candy goes right up to the ceiling. Well, huh? I think so. Look, so. I'm wearing it right now. Look, I can they, barely stand and up. And it looks wonderful on you. I don't think it fits with my persona. Now, what? something's wrong with your throat. You got like a scarring on your throat or something. Yeah, I'd rather not talk about no, that. No, something's either. on your throat. Is that an old tattoo you try to get well, removed? Well, it was removed, yes. Well, we could tell it's a tattoo. Okay. Yeah, we, we well, know it's there. It says Sid. No, 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 no. Don't even say it. It says Sid. Vicious. It says Sid Vicious. Yeah. You got a tattoo that says yes, Sid Vicious on your No, it doesn't. It says Sarah. Sid Vicious. It says Sarah. Is that your ex-girlfriend, Sarah? Well, I don't really want to talk about it. Well, I told you all about my relationship problem. And well, I listened to her tell you all about her I'm out of problem. it, girlfriend. I'm married again now. What? I'm game. already married again. Yeah. A oh, tall well, man like you. Yeah. Why don't you get the new woman's tattooed on your throat? Uh, you know, that's the last time I'm getting a name tattooed on my throat. So you're with a new woman now, and every time she sees you, she got to see a, your old wife's I name had on it throat, removed. On your throat. You can still see it. All right. Could I just get a wig, please? <laughs> okay, all right. This is another one I got. It's it's cheetah print, and it looks like a tiny little haircut like uh, like Friar Tuck from Robin Hood. Uh. No, I, I still don't think that that. Really no, it's works on the top me. of your head. It's gonna be like the tip of a penis, a cheetah penis. Could you? Do you have anything that maybe is long, red, and stringy that looks like it had been dyed black before? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could give you my wig. Yeah, don't take just it take off this right wig now. off. No, don't take that. Just take it. If you could take the braids out of it, I think it'd be perfect. Here you go. You can have it. Ow! Oh, it hurt to take off. Yeah. Well, that's because this is a top of the line FPU. Wait a minute. Follicle prototype. What's that wig over there? What? You, that really awful looking one, the black one that's kind of curly and wispy. Oh, you mean Midnight Lynx. Midnight Lynx is, <laughs> oh, that fits into my persona. Yeah, it's, uh, a lot of people may think a lynx is like a mountain cat or a, a, a cougar or a mountain lion, but a cougar and a mountain lion, it's the same thing. Mm, interesting trivia. 
How much is that one? How much you want it to be? Well, I'm prepared to pay twenty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you just burp, girl? Yeah, I did. <laughs> we just had lunch. And then the tape just suddenly cut off right there. I'm gonna assume he made the purchase. I we'd have to assume so because that it, I th- he it looked like he wore a wig on Raw. Yeah, I mean, it, I, again, I don't think you can question it. He did. Well, speaking of Undertaker, uh, Jim Ross revealed some interesting uh, news about the Undertaker. I, I guess news from the past that in the mid '90s, when the Undertaker and Mankind were feuding, Jim Ross said on his blog, JRsBarbecue.com, that he actually pitched to WWE that Undertaker and Mankind fight each other in a match on Alcatraz Island. Uh, This is what he said, quote, we couldn't get it cleared legally at the time to do it. It was a rough idea with no final, final details, and in hindsight, may not have been one of my better suggestions. However, it did sound good at the time and packed plenty of sizzle. I think that is one of the best suggestions he might have ever had in his career. (laughs) I would have loved that. I would have bought into that hook, line, and sinker. Do you think it would have been a pay-per-view event and like the empty... Courtyard of Alcatraz, or sure, they, they could have set up or? a ring there. Like, I, I mean, it would have been incredible. Or they just could have had like the event somewhere in San Francisco, but had that one particular match being filmed over there with no audience, just totally like, uh, almost like even the pay per view audience in the arena had to watch it on the big screen type of. I think it would have been incredible. Would it? I- It'd be fun if they had to, like, wrestle on the ferry over to Alcatraz. <laughs> oh, and then have someone get Irish whipped off onto the dock and then yeah. run up a, a flight of, three flights of stairs across a catwalk and then down into the ring. It would have it'd even be funnier to just film them on the ferry on the way over, but they're, like, not talking to each other. And they're just <laughs> sitting there waiting patiently for the 20 minutes till they get Eating over there. Eating popcorn well, they, and peanuts. Yeah, even before that, you have to watch them, like, go up and buy tickets. <laughs> Wait in line. Walk through the gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> this raises an interesting point. I always feel like there's sort of a chunk of time where you always just assume, like, yeah, it was the '60s. Everybody was high on acid. Like, when was this? Mid '90s, I'd assume. What, yeah, this was the mid '90s. Yeah. yeah. So, Wait, like, why was, would you assume Jim Ross was pitching ideas in the '60s? No, what I'm just what? saying is, like, it's, uh, in the '60s and the '70s, uh, you have movies getting made where it's like, why would they ever make that? It was cool, but it, like, everybody must have been high or something. When was that time period in wrestling where it's like? Hey, guys, I got a great idea. We're going to put them on an island. They're going to fight each other. Well, there actually is a long history of island matches to settle feuds in pro wrestling. Yeah. And it's- Alcatraz really exists. <laughs> Did I say mystical island? I can't. Sometimes when I say island, I immediately say mystical or mysterious island before it. It's just- I just went to Alcatraz recently, for real. Yeah, I did, too, it's within awesome. the last year. I did had you guys a great go time. from Pier 39? Uh, yeah, I mean, no, it's next to Pier 39. You buy your tickets and you go over there. But the actual, you know, I find that usually, like, big tourist destinations like that can be really disappointing. Mm-hmm. Alcatraz is not disappointing. No, Alcatraz it's wonderful. It's fucking cool. Did you take the Twilight Tour? No, that sounds even better. That one, that's the one that we ended up taking. It's the last one that they send over right before it gets dark. So you're actually coming back in the dark. That's but when you great. go over there, it's it. Lights, Why don't, you know, they should do a tour where they just drop you off at the island and you have to stay there for a couple of days. And there might or may not be the ghost of, a, of, an, of an inmate there who's going to try to kill you. I think there's a lot of ghosts of inmates there, <laughs> to be quite honest. Do you believe in ghosts, Brett? I believe in Alcatraz ghosts. That's it. <laughs> good only, thing, good only thing they Alcatraz, can't get off, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> only Alcatraz ghosts? Yeah. Well, today's episode is sponsored by Alcatraz, the new series on Fox. <laughs> Alcatraz, check it out. <laughs> when Star- they don't know what's going on, and neither do you. Starring on Fox. <laughs> oh, guys, I got to read you guys this story on TMZ about uh, karma. 
Oh, boy. I feel bad about this story and how it's worded, to be honest. Karma's one of my favorite. As I've well established. As I live and breathe, Karma is one of Mark's favorite wrestlers. I think I've established many times on the show. In Karma order, is one of my Vicky favorite. Guerrero. Karma? Or no, is Karma this... I like more than Vicky Guerrero. But that not. You like Vicky Guerrero sexually, though. Well, I just think when she screeches, yeah, it does something. Karma, to me. you actually appreciate what she brings to a wrestling ring. I but... think she's awesome. I think she's one of the best acts in wrestling yeah, in the yeah. last 10 or 20 years. But this is the story in TMZ. The headline was, WWE Diva dropped a few pounds out of my uterus. That was the headline. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not making Wouldn't that Wouldn't they up. say out of her uterus? It doesn't say that. Why it's would a, they say my uterus? That means WD- like they, she punched someone and no, they it's dropped. No, it's in quotes. So it's like, quote, dropped a few pounds out of my uterus. Oh, like dropped a few pounds out of my uterus. Yeah. <laughs> As if yeah. she would say that. Okay. Here's the story. Everyone relax. WWE carve. WWE. Uh-oh. Do yep. over. Yep. Do over. Stop. Everybody Breathe. relax. WWE Diva Karma did not wrestle pregnant Saturday night. Sunday, Sunday night. night. <laughs> at the Royal What's happening to me? I'm having a meltdown. Guys, when I think about karma. You can't yeah. even speak. You like you know, the reason your tongue hey. is getting so twisted is because what you're imagining you're doing to You're karma. showing warning signs of a stroke right now. <laughs> I can't handle thinking about her that. having someone else's baby. <laughs> <laughs> it tears you up so much. I'm man. so angry about it. Why couldn't this be me? I mean, she's not even married to the guy. It's not like she's married. Well, there's still time. Maybe it still could be yeah. me. Yeah. Anyways, let me try this again. Everybody relax. WWE Diva Karma did not wrestle pregnant Sunday night at Royal Rumble 2012, TMC has learned. She gave birth to her baby a few weeks ago, and she's already back in ass-kicking shape. Karma, real name Kia Stevens, announced her pregnancy eight months ago before going on maternity leave from the wrestling company. There had been no mention of the wrestler since. So when Karma made her surprise return Sunday night, there was some speculation she was still knocked up when she entered the ring. Others thought there might have been some complication with their pregnancy because she only made the announcement eight months ago, less a month less than it takes to hatch a kid. But all is well, sources close to the rest hatch. are tell us. Karma gave birth to a healthy baby boy named Jamie on December 31st. Well, there you go. All the questions but this, answered. This is Wait, insulting to, to Karma. This story in TNZ implies that she showed up on TV and everybody thought she was so fat that she looked pregnant still. That she looked like she could be nine months pregnant in the Royal Rumble match. Well, no, I think that people were assuming, they already knew that she was pregnant. It wasn't that, like, man, she's big, she, maybe she's pregnant. It was people already knew she was pregnant and no one knew when she had her baby. Because it was there was no, TMZ didn't report on it earlier. So but everybody the, just assumed she was wrestling with a baby. More daring than the, all the times Chris Jericho went out during the Royal Rumble and didn't touch the ground was just seeing Congo in the... <laughs> Wow. Kong in the ring. Karma? Are you trying to call her Kong? Her I was trying. No, awesome I prefer Kong. Kong than to Karma. Karma doesn't sound right. Awesome Kong was a way cooler name. I like Awesome Kong was a way better name. She should have shown up pregnant. Awesome Kong would have shown up pregnant because that's how awesome that character was. <laughs> she should have shown up pregnant, had the baby, and the baby's a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble. Number 30 anyone, wins anyone is Road to WrestleMania. Wouldn't a number 30 of Karma's baby being born in the ring and being the number 30 entrant been better than the big show? A hundred times better. A hundred times better. <laughs> he was the actual number 30. Oh. Anyways, congratulations to her. I'm glad she's not married yet because it means I still have a chance. Yes. Go for it, buddy. I'm willing to be Karma's baby daddy. Go for it. Definitely. Literally the d- dad of her baby. The, d- yeah. <laughs> the guy raising her baby. <laughs> Isn't that what that means? Baby yeah. daddy? No, I always it just means so. uh, you take care of 
Dick. No, that's a sugar daddy. I'm trying to yeah. sound cool. I'm trying to sound Steve, cool. Dumbass. Um, guys, we um, you know, we've been talking a lot about the Funkasaurus, about Brodus Clay. He's been tearing up the wrestling world. And, uh, you know, his theme song is hugely popular. Somebody Everybody call loves my mama. Everybody loves this Somebody Call My Mama theme song. And we thought, has anyone actually called his mama? I mean, I, his song is demanding. It's commanding us over and over again to call his mama. Arenas and of people and millions of people watching at home. Right. And I think guys will be the first people who ever called her. I think we should call her right now. Yeah, I mean, as part of our podcast today, we, we got her number and we're going to call Brodus Clay's mama. And uh, and find out what the deal is. Are you dialing right now, Steve? Yeah, I'm trying. Okay, great. No, it's ringing. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Hello. Oh, hello, uh, Mrs. Clay. Uh, hello. Yes. Uh, yeah. This is uh, Curtain Jerks. This is Mark Rosek and Steve Sears. And oh, Podcast Network. Yeah. yeah, I listen to this program every now and then. Oh, great. Thanks. Listen, uh, Mrs. Clay, we just uh, we just wondered your Brodus's mama and his theme song has been asking us to call, so yeah. we just thought we'd call and, and see what the deal is, make sure everything's okay. Yeah, is everything all right? You guys are just going to call his mama? Yeah, we just called you his mama. Yeah. Well, people been doing that a lot lately. Your phone's... Oh, so your My phone... phone's been ringing off the hook. Uh-huh. Everybody be, be calling first. me because I'm his mama. Yeah. I don't even know what to say to these people because they, they don't know what to say. They just call and say I was supposed to call you. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you call. Well, well Mrs. Think- Clay, I want to point out that we are calling with questions. We're calling with hard-hitting investigative uh, journalism degrees. Oh. And we're also calling to see how you're doing. So first Where of all, are how are you? journalism degrees from? Uh, Mark, you're from... <laughs> and I'm from... <laughs> oh, I know both those schools. They're they're nice and accredited. Yeah, look, uh, I think that the pe- reason people have been calling is that there's some concern about the level of funkiness that Brodus has been up to uh, lately. Oh, my boy's he, the funk master. He's so, the funkasaurus. Out of nowhere, he's, he was like a big rough and tough wrestler. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then he went away. Mm-hmm. And then we heard he was going to come back. Every week we heard he was going to come yep. back. And every week we didn't see him. Yep. So I think he's so funky now. He's the funkasaurus that mm-hmm. people, you know, he's found it necessary for people to call you and just check in to let you know that he's become so funky. Yeah, that, that, now that's why he wants people to call. That's what I figured out, because it was my idea to make him Funkasaurus. It was your idea? Yeah. Oh, my you, boy you made him Funkasaurus. You made yeah. him Funkasaurus. Well, I made a Funkasaurus. Yeah, you yeah. made a Funkasaurus. However old he is, that long ago. So was he always that, that funky growing up? Oh, he's that funky when he came out of my uterus. Really? Mm-hmm. He was dancing back and forth, and he had those nurses side to side doing them sexy dances. I like it when they both bring their their knee and their hands up at the same time. And then that little baby, he did, uh, he splashed the doctor, took him to the ground, and pinned him one, two, three. Wow! Well, right when is, he came out. This is very interesting. The umbilical uh, cord still hooked in and all. Miss Clay, don't you think it's kind of interesting to have such a sort of goofy comedic character that sort of like just squashes I'll slap everybody? Your mouth, Steve Sears. What? Uh, no, I just all I wanted to point out is such a goofy character, Go- sort of having. You such think a- Funkasaurus is goofy? I slap oh, your mouth. I'm sorry, such a you. funky character yeah. that's a, that is capable of decimating everyone in their path. Where mm-hmm. where can that possibly? When have go? you ever seen anybody dressed up in Adidas tracksuits before coming out to funky music? Look, I'm sorry, Steve. I want to pursue this point. Actually, I think that a lot of people think that this this character is goofy, and they don't uh, they don't quite I, I buy into. Well, maybe we shouldn't say goofy. Maybe we should say stylistically humorous. 
Well, that we have to agree to disagree. Okay, look, we we, we gotta go. We gotta get play these uh this Morrison and Dreamer interview here shortly. So I'm gonna make Brodus Clay come and uh, beat the both y'all up. Well, okay, well, make sure his dancers come. Thank you for talking because to we us, sure sell well. Okay. Thank you for talking to Call us. Call me again. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Well, all right. God, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get so rude at the end with someone's mom. I, I don't think we're going to be calling her again. Yeah, no. yeah. You know what? Brodus Clay's mom is banned from the show. Uh, that's gonna... the first ban of the show. <laughs> that's the first ban of the show. I'm sorry that it has to happen on such an auspicious occasion. But Well, we've got, uh, we've got an interview in two parts. The first part here has got Tommy Dreamer and John Morrison. We hung out with them at Wrestle Reunion at the LAX Hilton here in Los Angeles. And then uh, we're going we're gonna to have that in a little bit. And then next week... We spent maybe another 15 minutes or so just with John Morrison. So yeah. in today's uh, interview, Tommy Dreamer does a lot of the talking and tells some great stories. And the next week, it's just us with John. But we had a good time at Wrestle Reunion over there. Fantastic. The- yeah. Uh, we went to the Pro Wrestling Superstar Show, which mm-hmm. is sort of a, a show that's a combination of um, top indie workers, guys like Kevin Steen and, and Davey Richards and Al Generico and the Young Bucks. Uh, combined with a lot of sort of nostalgia appearances of of wrestling stars from the past. Brutus Beefcake, Greg the Hammer Valentine, Mick Foley was there. Uh, yeah. The New Age Outlaws wrestled the Steiner Brothers with yeah. Mick Foley as referee. I thought that was a real fun match. Uh, and then they do the sort of uh, main event of that show every year is the Legends Battle Royal. And they do it Royal Rumble style where there's 20 uh, legends that come out mm-hmm. one at a time and attempt to wrestle each other. <laughs> in uh, t-shirt. <laughs> so like Carlos Colon was in that thing. Yeah, yeah. That's Casually what Casually be- violent atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin Sullivan was in it. Uh-huh. Beefcake was in it. Dreamer appeared in it. Yeah, yeah. Greg Valentine was in it. Uh, let's see. And the Godfather won. The, the Godfather won. Yeah. The Godfather, Godfather showed up with an entire hoe train. <laughs> he, he was did. the last oh, really? day. He I had, he had four hoes with him, and Shelly Martinez was one of them, actually. Ooh. Yeah. Hollywood's own. Hollywood's own Shelly Martinez. She may often be seen in one of those shops The Undertaker is in. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so we hung out with those guys. So we, ho- we hope you enjoy um, the conversation that we had with Tommy Dreamer and John Morrison. Check it out. Welcome to Curtain Jerks here on the Comedy Podcast Network. We're here at the LAX Weston for Wrestle Reunion. Uh, Steve, Mark, and Brett, along with Tommy Dreamer and John Morrison. Welcome, guys. Thank Good you to be for here. having me. I appreciate yeah. it. Six guys in a hotel room, no girls. This is the way to party. I, it's surprising <laughs> how easy it was to get you up here, too, yeah. by well, the way. I was, I was promised there would be a pink robe involved. and uh, There certainly is. There, there's yeah, a yeah. pink robe. Yeah. There's a lot of weird stuff in wrestling. If I was, not, not much scares a wrestler. <laughs> not at all. You bring me to a hotel room. Dude, I have fans. like uh, You have no clue like how I would travel Like sometimes. like I would show up with no rental car and like to an airport. Be like, oh, it's a pay-per-view. I'll find a fan. Mm-hmm. And I will have, like, there'll be a fan in an airport stand there and be like, hey, you want to take me to this hotel? Sure. And they would take me. If I was a serial killer mm-hmm. and wanted to be target wrestlers, this is what I would do. I would show up at an airport. You know where we are. I basically get in your car, and you will take me wherever it goes. That's, I mean, my independent being on the ind- indies, that's what people do. I land. So I get and someone comes to you, hey Tommy Dreamer, like what's up? And I just get in their car. I have no clue. <laughs> Did you ever think you got in a serial killer's car? Like you like you ju- you made it out just in time when you got to the venue? No, but I normally uh, will get. You know, I've been wrestling since I'm 18. I'll be 41 next 
February 13th, and, like, I'll be, how, how far is the drive? And the guy would be like, oh, about three hours. Like, cool, man. What's your name? Be like, oh, Phil. He's like, oh, cool, Phil. And then the next th- words that you never want to hear is, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tommy, is this, is this what I have to look forward to? Now yes, that I've, now uh, that I've 100%, left World Wrestling Entertainment. Because you will then <laughs> now travel. fans. You will then travel with a fan for the next three hours. There's no place you can go. What, what, are you what do you guys talk about? Are you going to take the risk? Are you going to get one of those free rides, John? Well, I mean, it is a free ride. It's, it's not, <laughs> But know, seriously, that's no what No risk, no reward. And the reward is a free ride. But what, what do you guys talk about? That's what, they, on a three-hour car ride? They ask you about your career, I'm they, sure. Uh, they talk about your greatest moments here, how, how I affected their life it's awesome it's like, i love it like every interview i've ever done uh, uh, why did you get into wrestling my best what's my your favorite, favorite moment <laughs> my favorite one was i had to drive i landed in chicago and I had to go somewhere and uh like three hours away and the guy has pictures autographed pictures and again like inside the car yeah he has a book mm-hmm. you know oh, he's, uh, not he's, plastered no. on the ceiling yeah, and no. on the dashboard <laughs> and candles. didn't get that weird yet <laughs> and I like to look at old wrestling pictures, and Tim with other wrestlers he's met, you know, and he's he's got an older picture of me, and it's, it's probably 14 years, you know, he's a little kid, now he's, you know, a man, whatever. So we're, we're driving, we're driving, I'm flipping through, and the very next picture, I'm married, my wife uh, was Beulah McGillicuddy, she was, she did Playboy, she did Penthouse, right? And she had a very, very famous picture of, like, smoking hot, big-ass hair and fucking her titties hanging out can i say titties is that yeah, sure you can and oh we have a problem with big ass hair though okay <laughs> she's covering her lady area and in ecw when we first saw this picture we were like i ah, do nobody wants to come to ecw like she's hiding a penis like you know and like <laughs> she didn't i was a little disappointed when i finally had sex with her. she didn't have a penis but whatever and uh so like he was a little bit like you know that's my wife and like he was like uh i was like all right dude you know i get it you know it was a famous picture because you know she used to sell all the time and like as he's driving he's like no, wait, I just saw, as I turn the page, there's my wife and all her, you know, in her Playboy <laughs> picture, right, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I was like, and I just see this guy, like his soul was escaping the car. <laughs> like, is this crazy wrestler going to kill me? And he's like, um, you know, I'm sorry. I was like, dude, it's all right. We all jerked off to this picture. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it's solidarity. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, all right, man. Yeah, that's okay. We both came because of this picture. It's all good. <laughs> John, you're about to head to the Philippines. I don't know if you want to take any free rides over there, man. <laughs> Uh, in, in the Philippines, well, Be first careful. of all, there's Be a language careful, barrier, and and second of all, yeah, who, who knows? I mean, I, I saw the Hangover Part Two, and I know that was Thailand, but the, the same vicinity. Close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, they offer you a ride, and they're waving a, a machete. Then I might. Most of them right. do have penises. I just. Let you know. I, I was gonna try to avoid that because they're smoking hot. Going bro. over to the Philippines, yeah, yeah. they're smoking it's, hot. I've Beautiful heard it's, it's very boys. hard to tell. <laughs> I, if that ever happened to me, I seriously, I don't think I'd want to know. Like it would be like. The illusion seems like it'd be like, hey, I, you, I'm impressed. I was tricked. Upper half, awesome. And then once you show me you have a penis, not that there's anything wrong with that, but, <laughs> you know, if that's the way you float, but I don't know. And then there also could be the point of, <laughs> just listen, I mean, I've been serious. I've been having sex since I'm 15. I'm going to be 41 years old. The most exciting part of having sex, and especially when you're in a hotel room, it's not the act of sex. It's this. It's the <laughs> knock on the door because right then and there we all morph into sixteen to eighteen year olds like yes, the police. She knows and she no. actually showed up. She's yeah. gonna come in. She's I'm gonna get all excited. Blah blah blah. Like all everything works in through your head, right? So once she th- crosses that threshold like a vampire, she's yours. You know, you know she's there for everything. Blah blah blah. So then, what at the point when if she actually revealed that she did have a penis, would you be like? 
fuck, I can't let her leave now. Like, you know, like, <laughs> not alive. No I, one would know. I'm committed to this at this point. I, I, I think I would let her leave. <laughs> I don't know. I would say, I might say. That's just me. I'm, listen. Hey, when I'm, you knocked on the door, I feel like we really had a moment, but I'm just, I think I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I would <laughs> say, put a pillow over it and don't tell everybody. <laughs> and just kiss it a few hundred times and we're good. <laughs> we're here Please don't that. tweet about this. We're here right. at Wrestle Reunion. There's all these wrestling legends walking around. So who are the legends that you guys have been amazed by like I know Virgil is here I saw him just walk in there's got to be legends here that have blown your minds. Virgil is here, and he, yeah. you know what? He still is NWO for life, bro. Yeah. He's, still <laughs> he's, he's never still left. He's staying in. I, honestly, truly, I mean, John hasn't done a lot of these, but they're, they're great. I mean, as a wrestling fan myself, like, uh, you could see Kevin Sullivan, you know, who I was terrified of as a kid because he worshiped Satan and he fought my hero, Dusty Rhodes, and Carlos Colon is here. Big Sid, Sid Justice, Sid Vicious, Vader's here, the Steiner Brothers, New Age Outlaws. Uh, I mean, there's so many, Mick Foley, there's so many, an eclectic mix. And these things are great because, like, one, fans just tell you, like, again, like, how you influence our life, and it's awesome. And you also... It's better <clears throat> when you can walk away as opposed to being trapped in the camp. Or they leave, yeah. yes. <laughs> right. Or you basically, point. like, you could say, like, holy shit, like, she still looks really, really good. Like, because there's a lot of girls here that, you know, you haven't seen in a while. Yeah. Like, wow, she still looks hot, you know, I put her over still and have sex with her if you know she would let me uh or <laughs> then, then there's others by the way i'm just saying this as a reference i am married and i don't cheat on my wife by the way we'll edit this the, part the, right yeah, guys yeah, okay yeah, that's yeah, all yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. i'm only playing that's the good that's the i'm good only guy. playing i do cheat on my wife come on now <laughs> Um, but that's then, cool. like, there's also <laughs> only with lady boys <laughs> yeah, yeah. from Thailand. I was so pissed I wasn't booked on the Philippine tour. Um, but then it's uh, then you could also look and be like, "Holy shit! Did you see what's his name? He looks horrible. I look so much better than him." So I mean, it's it's cool. a self esteem boost yeah. there too. Wow, hey, what happened to that guy? I was curious about this because I mean, when I saw you guys down in the lobby, you guys were both getting mobbed. I feel like you're people come up to you all the time. Does the, do the benefits sort of people? telling you about how you've changed their life or something along those lines outweigh sort of the kind of constant barrage you guys get when you come to these sort of very specialty conventions i know it's a it's sort me, of me honestly i love it um yeah when they stop coming up to you that's when you got to worry about it um at ecw it's different when i wrestled it was real Not <laughs> but uh it, it was i mean we we did change the wrestling industry and fans are just really appreciative and thankful and like you know they they bury TNA, they bury WWE, and it's like every you know. every promotion seems to bury every other yeah. promotion. Yeah, yeah. And I remember to, to your point, uh, hearing a story about uh, Ultimate Warrior back in the day, and um, he was always upset when people would come up to him in the airport and say, "Oh my God, Ultimate Warrior, my God, can I have your autograph? No, leave me alone. I'm trying to eat some food, God." <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but he's uh, he's sitting in the airport wearing like a an Ultimate Warrior airbrushed jacket with a picture <laughs> of his Dr. face, yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah, and the Ultimate Warrior in the back. So I mean, um. To come to Wrestle Reunion and uh, not expect to be approached by people is is kind of a weird like a uh, thing. It's not gonna happen. Obviously, like that's the whole point of Wrestle Reunion, you know, yeah. for uh, for fans to to come and get to see all these people that they've watched. And I mean, me seriously. I mean, it's just and it's pretty cool. I, I've always had that. I'm the regular guy, like appeal. I, I mean, I've been and in part of your gimmick yeah. too. I, yeah. I've been in gyms and like I'll be in a gym in Kansas City and people are like. Hey Tom, you know John Cena's here? I'm like, yeah, I drove with him. Like, <laughs> and they, and he look told at, me he's my biggest fan. <laughs> right. and they look at me as Tommy Dreamer working out in the gym 
in Kansas City, not Tommy Dreamer, who's there to wrestle. Like, oh, Dreamer, he trains in my gym in Kansas City. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's always been my appeal. And, you know, I've always had a great rapport with the fans. And without the fans, none of us have any money. And, you know, that whole, if you think about it, the business has changed. But, like, you know, it's not like we're trying to lie to them or, like, you know, they're the marks and we're trying to steal their money. And, you know, it's just with social media and with all that stuff, the fan is more educated. And, you know, they're real cool. You do meet some of your you know, special ones, but <laughs> it, it always struck me that ECW fans sort of would get so creative at, in their responses. Like they're, they, they seem to be educated before the fact, like they would just, they could attack you or they could support you almost immediately. Right. Well, and they, that always seemed really fascinating to me. Right. No, I mean, the ECW fan was, was again, they're great. Audio guy's telling him how to hold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's he's kind of distracting. Yeah. He's like holding, yeah. moving his hand. He's been doing this almost a year. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Very, it's, it's very this is phallic every... symbol esque. Yeah, yeah. Hold yeah. it up. Every move episode, I have to hold this microphone <laughs> nice, with both hands. Well, you probably yeah. usually have like a real mic because there's four really. No, nice they mics. they don't let me have a real mic. Actually, you never they, have a real mic. Yeah, they. Well, Tommy, I know you got to go wrestling a little bit here. We're recording this a couple hours before you're going to have a match with uh, with Kevin Steen here yes. at Wrestle Reunion. Uh, but anything you can tell us about that you're working? I know you got a lot of projects going on. Anything you're working on in wrestling? or out of wrestling that, that you can talk about? Oh, sure. I mean, yeah. I, I started my own production company. I've done that for a while. Uh, you know, just I wrote a lot of pay-per-views and made a lot of millions of dollars for other people in the business, WWE, TNA. And I was like, you know what? I want to make millions of dollars for myself and shot some stuff and, you know, talked to some networks. Hopefully you can sell this stuff. You know how it is. You know, yeah, If I you mean- hit, you're filthy rich and... If not, you just keep on plugging away and having fun. Waiting for that knock at the door. Exactly. Combination of time and place. And uh, what John will experience, I don't know if John will experience it because, like, he's – uh, on the indies, like tonight is. A I'm along for the ride. I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. along for the experience. No, I'm I know. No, I'm saying like if you start work. I'm mean, I work every weekend. I'm I'm a weekend okay. warrior. I'm a whore. I sleep with a different guy every single weekend because <laughs> I get in the ring. They're usually wearing underwear. I roll around on the mat with them. They lay on top of me. I get paid money. I leave. I'm a whore. <laughs> um, but like. When you come to a lot of some guys are horrible. Like I think we could all have a better match with the guys in this room, uh, and they don't shouldn't be in a wrestling ring. But then you come to some of these things like tonight, where you get a guy who's young, hungry, and a good wrestler, and you could tear it up and have a good match, and you don't have time constraints and all that stuff. And that's seriously what I still live for. Right? Oh, that's cool. Man. Great, great, great. Have fun out there. And I'm sure he will beat me. <laughs> if you think about Tommy Dreamer, you should never ever cheer for him. I'm like the Cubs; I lose and let you down all the time. <laughs> but, but but then again, they always cheer for the Cubs. Yeah, yeah you got to cheer for the Cubs. And every once in a while, the Cubs win. I never go home with the winner's share of the purse. I should be the poorest richer wrestler ever because I don't ever win the money. If it was how they used to say if, it was, if it was how, uh, yeah. yeah, we all get if paid. If it was like real, like it was yes. back in the day, back in the day, and ECW, I didn't get paid, so that was it. Uh, Tommy, thanks for joining us. No problem, Thank guys. You very Thanks much. for Love having me. And we're back here in the yes. Comedy Podcast Network studios. I remember it like it was yesterday. That was awesome. It was only a couple days ago, actually. Okay. That, that well, that's it. probably why it's so clear in my <laughs> it's, mind. Yeah, it's fresh like yeah. a prism inside your brain. <laughs> uh, so good stuff from Tommy and, and John. And Tommy did a lot of the talking in that part of the interview because uh, he was going to have to take off and go wrestle Kevin Steen. They had a pretty cool match, It was by really the way. neat. And then, uh, and then we hung out and talked with John Morrison, and we're going to have that part of the interview uh, next our next episode. Yes. 
This is true. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I paused. That. Yeah, it's very but strange. Hey, thanks for confirming it, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, for Curtain Jerks, I'm Mark Rosecca. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Brecken L. And uh, you can de- check out everything we're doing at the Comedy Podcast Network.com. Take a look at all the podcasts on there. Plus, we're on Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks, Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. And uh, also, check us out on iTunes. You can subscribe to the show, rate and review. Thanks for joining us. Bye bye. For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.